Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. And thank you, as always, for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I am Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios. And joining me again in studio tonight, it's his, now his thing. Uh, we think maybe he's been fired from his road gig, but uh, it's Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Jumbo Dave, how are you? I'm doing very, very well. Um, tonight, we thought we would uh, sort of turn the show over to you and ans- have you ask some listener questions and uh, we'd get through as many as we possibly could. Uh, we have some great show ideas from the questions, um, but we're going to try to get through, fire through as many of the ones that I kind of looked through. Um, I mean, first of all, thank you all for for sending in so many. I mean, there's just dozens of them. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are uh, great show topics, which we will get into, um, you know, later on down the line. So if you don't hear your question answered tonight. Uh, assuming it wasn't obviously supposed to be a joke for Mike, um, we could assume that it will be done some other time later on down the road. We might even be able to have time to do two different shows. Um, I also wanted to do two things before we begin the listener questions. First is, uh, I think you may hear some monkey noises during tonight's. We are in the wild of my house at a time when the monkeys are still awake, or at least the one 18-month-old monkey who runs around screaming in the house. So you may hear a few of those in the background. If you're listening to your headphones, don't be alarmed. Uh, He actually is fine. He just likes to yell that way. Uh, The other thing I wanted to mention was um, please go to Wedway Radio and listen to their latest episode. Why would that be? Uh, Because I've done a little cameo appearance on there, a little uh, voiceover read, which is a couple minutes long. Um, and it's the first of all, it's a great, great podcast. It's one of the best. It is the best, uh, in Second my best. in my opinion. Uh, it's a Harambe. great uh, history podcast, and the the subject matters they cover are, are terrific and exhaustive, and and they do such a great job with everything in the production of that show. Um, and they picked a good person to do their little voiceover as well, so they obviously know what they're doing. Um, and Finally, I want to begin with the first listener question, which is one of the few that um, was the only one that didn't come from Twitter. See, we always do these listener questions on Twitter, so it's very important for you. If you are a listener and you're not following Mike at Jombo Everyone on Twitter, that's where you need to go. And then when he puts out a call for questions, you got to jump on it and then he will hand them to me. And I have a pages full of questions right here in my hand. I edit my way through a few of those, pick some for later on down the line, and I have my questions for today ready to go. However, I did get one question before, or right after our last show was released. Mike says this question was asked by other people, which was, (laughs) um, are we really only doing 100 episodes? Um, Because I guess I had mentioned that, and maybe I didn't, quite do the sarcasm bit of that 
as uh, as well as I should have. I guess I didn't deliver that joke very well. That was a joke. It was a joke. Oh, um, oh no! I, well, unfortunately, I'll, I'll be leaving because I've got started another show. There you go. So Mike's going to go to another show. So we will be only going to a hundred, and then after <laughs> that, uh, uh, you know, you'll have an archive of hundred great episodes to listen to of Radio Run. Uh, as far as I know, as of right now, we have no plans to cancel the show as of yet. I can't I can't make any promises. We've been doing it for a few years now. Uh, you know, sooner or later we're going to run out of things to say. Uh, though I find that hard to believe. But uh, Bef- before we start with yeah. the first listener question, Dave, have sure. you heard about the uh, Star Wars interactive adventure coming to Walt Disney World? No. Well, then let's play a little Dave guess how much this oh, costs. Okay. Uh, wait a minute. This is all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hear about it, okay? If you don't, if, so, so if you don't ask me now, I'm not gonna. I'm correct. gonna. All right, all right. So let's do it. Disney's Floral and Gifts Department, in partnership with Lucasfilm, is happy to announce the launch of a new Star Wars Rebels interactive game. For those brave enough to answer the call for this mission, um, an adventure awaits. You get four missions, or, or at least four missions. It takes you from your resort room barracks where, they, upon entering your hotel room, they decorate it with Star Wars resort rooms. Okay. Then using your iPhone or um, Android, you go about missions throughout the park. Obviously, the, this does not include tickets to the park or an iPhone. But here are some of the things that you actually get besides the adventures themselves. Okay. The package includes... One Empire Door banner, four Empire Recruitment posters, posters, one Imperial Security Satchel, one Imperial Rank wow. Bar, one Rebel Utility Blanket, one Medal of Bravery with box and fabric wrap, Wow! one set of Rebel of Diversion tattoos, one Rebel Data Card lanyard, one Holocron, one Wayfinder set in Mission Briefing, because you get like, uh, okay, I understand. I understand. One imperial security cap, one really? lightsaber, what? What? And a well, not a real lightsaber, oh. a toy lightsaber. Okay. And a rebel journal. Okay. Apparently, some of the characters from the Rebels TV show are part of this game, and you know, you use your iPhone right. going about the park. Dave, guess how much that costs? Okay, it's difficult to guess because without seeing the quality of these things, for instance, the cap. Uh, the satchel for without seeing what they are and the quality of them um, it's t- hard for me to kind of put it. and I also don't want to sit here and list this all out I would say that's the cap and the metal $75 dollars <laughs> $499 to play an online game and get a and get a bunch get of tchotchkes thing. correct $499 75 well, it just didn't see. I, I was listening for something that seemed like a lot of money. Like no, there was no, there, there's not, there money, wasn't no. like a hoodie sweatshirt. No, no, or uh, or anything. Four hundred ninety nine dollars. Well, the cap in the book. I mean, I mean, it's probably well. Again, without seeing the book, worth if the book is a hardcover it's a journal, right? If the book were a large hardcover coffee table book, I'd say okay, it's that's blank probably pages. worth fifty dollars. It's blank pages. And how many items did you name? Maybe 10 or 12? Yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. So what they're trying to say is each one of those things is worth $20 a piece. Well, don't forget the interactive game. (laughs) Well, it does cost them a lot to get any kind of app running, so I can understand where that would be. Jeez, wow. 
I can't believe anybody's going to do that. I'm surprised you didn't know that because you're such a Star Wars <coughs> geek. I haven't seen that, but I'm not yeah, a fan. Re- relatively, uh, as of the recording, uh, it was like yesterday. I think it came mm. out. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't seen it. I don't. I, I don't really follow that stuff, and I'm not on Twitter, so I don't get it whether I want to or not, like you do. Uh, okay, so let's go into the questions. Okay, we'll start off with Magic MN has two questions for us, Mike. <coughs> it's at uh, Jody Wish MN, which I assume means Minnesota, or maybe, yeah, Minnesota. I believe it does. Yep. Um, how long are the cultural cast member rotations? Mm-hmm. Uh, and these are the people who work in the park and also in the lodge. lodge um, and are the ones at Animal Kingdom Lodge different than those at Epcot? Those cast members are awesome. Uh, what are they? Twelve oh, a year? It is They're exactly about a year, right? It's the same program as uh, the Epcot, right? Obviously, okay. if you're in Epcot, um, like for example, if you're in the Morocco Pavilion, I mean, you're different because you have to be from Morocco as opposed to right. You know, and South generally, Africa you do or... more than just be a cultural ambassador. I mean, you could be a bartender, and you could, you know, correct, that kind of stuff. correct. They also have them at other parts of the parks yes. too. But it's uh, yeah, they do. The have... ones we're talking about here are World Showcase, those countries, and Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom Lodge use them a lot as well. But they are is it twelve month program? Uh, she also asks uh, Tusker beer something special. Or just Budweiser with a different label. And uh, I can answer that one for you. Um, it is a Kenyan beer. It's actually an East African beer. It's been around for a long time, probably mm-hmm. 100 years. Uh, it's an extremely popular African beer in Africa. Uh, and one of the few beers that has come over to Europe and the United States, I believe Diageo, who is the person who uh, imports. I, I talk about this like everybody would know what that means. Uh, there are the people who import Guinness most famously and a few other things. Um, I think they imported into the United States. Uh, it's not as popular here. It's sort of like an islandy lager. But uh, my guess is what she was maybe confused with was Safari Amber. Correct. That's a bud. That's a bud. Right. So, so Tusker beer, which is only found in a few places... Um, is an actual uh, African brew, and it's good. It's worth it's worth having. Yeah. It's one of the few I have there. Um, and uh, Safari Amber is uh, Budweiser. a Budweiser beer, which is also pretty good. I don't have a problem with Safari Amber. It's, it's but it's kind of bland, kind of yeah, a Budweiser beer, but it's tasty enough. It's better than drinking a light beer. Uh, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she got a confused. She was thinking yeah, she Safari may have. Amber. She may have. Yeah, she may have. Um, Dirk Wallen asks. Why does the hottest park have the worst ice cream options? And to you, son, I say, <laughs> fooey. It does not have the worst ice cream options. In fact, uh, it may have the best no. ice cream option. Not even close. Which is the cookie sandwiches. Wrong. You're wrong. It's not wrong. No, you're I'm wrong. not wrong. Artisans de glace in France. It, that's it, good. Oh, okay, hold, hold on. Hold on. Come hold on. Hold on. on. The ice cream itself, just the ice cream, is better in France. It's also three times the money. I'm not sure if that's true, but it's go ahead. pretty close. The <laughs> what you don't get in France is the delicious cookie sandwiches. No, you get the the fresh baked cookies with the big pile of ice cream in between. No, but you get the, it's absurd, the sandwich that they it's do the with the uh, uh, what do they call those things. Yeah, they're fine. They're also like the size of your thumb, and the they cost you eight really dollars. To compare coffee is not ice cream. That ice cream, no, but it's a coffee ice cream drink. Oh, I see. The compare <laughs> that to artisans is just fools, foolhardy. No, it's not because it's foolhardy. And now, now, 
Then you go to the Magic Kingdom that has the ice cream parlor on Main Street. Much more options than you have at... I mean, it's... I can't think of anything at Hollywood Studios. No. I mean, it's Hollywood Studios. The ice cream at... at, at the, the ice cream at Main Street? ice cream place. Yeah, it's just like Edie's or something like well, that. so it's, is the thing you're getting with the ice cream. And they right. make cookies there, too. But this is where you walk up to your own stand dedicated just for cookies, pretty much. It is a great ice cream option. It's not as good as Magic Kingdom or... It's better Epcot. than Magic Kingdoms. Magic Kingdom doesn't have the big cookies like that, I don't think. I, Do they? They might. I don't know, but I have to stand in that stinking line. Anyway, okay. um, the, uh, kind of piggybacking off this one, Cassie asks, best sweet snack in Animal Kingdom that isn't a cupcake? And I've already mentioned mine, so yours would be? That's a good question. Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know because he doesn't want to admit that the cookie sandwich is the best. Uh, it might be the cookie sandwich. I enjoy the cookie sandwich. It's Mike, that's like a meal. You can have one of those for dinner. Doss. Oh, Artisans is just better. I mean, I would rather go... If I could pick one of those two places to go to tomorrow right. to get ice cream, I'm going to Artisans. And it's not even close. Oh, it's close. It's not even close. Yeah, it's close. No, it's not. Sure it is. I could go to ShopRite now by Toll First of all, for the, amount, for, for the amount of money... cookies and get Briars or Edie's or whatever Sure, you could do that. Um, for the amount of money you pay for the cookie sandwich, you probably can't even get a spoonful at Artisan's that's, Gloss. That's a bold-faced lie. <laughs> that's just ludicrous. Okay. I'm done talking about the ice cream. Um, they have some good um, sweet options in the uh, sweet shop in Africa now. I would recommend those. Um. Yeah, they do, uh, th- but there's nothing that really kind of. And Kusafiri has some no. Uh, actually, uh, no no cupcakes. New stuff. No cupcakes. Itself. No, it wasn't cupcakes. Yeah. Like, uh, well, anyway, go ahead. Uh, I am Groot's. Yes. Great name. Rivers of Light odds. His name, though. Rivers of Light. I am Groot's breakout is his name. I am Groot's breakout. You know what that's in reference. Ri- uh, yes, Rivers of Light <laughs> odds for fall winter. Rivers of Lights. Uh, Honestly, I, may, my, my, I won't speak for Mike, but as far as I'm concerned, I've heard nothing good on this point as far as it's um, when they plan on releasing it. In fact, they're doing more. We, we talked last time, I think, about um, line changes, the way they're mm-hmm. the way they're doing the, the Jungle Book. I think that Jungle Book's going to be there for a little bit longer than we, we were hoping. I respectfully disagree. Oh, good, this good. Piggybacks, good. No, not good. Oh boy! This piggybacks on a question we get later on, Dave. Um, we might as well bring it up now. Let me find it. It was from uh, Steve at Single uh, SC Single Dad. Right. Um, he asked, "What is happening with all of the AK nighttime events after September hours?" Right. Tree of Life? Right. Okay. So, if you look at the hours now after Labor Day, the park stays open till seven thirty, and that's it. I suspect. And I'm concerned that that is going to be the new park hours until they can somehow fix Rivers of Light. Or until Christmas. Right. Because Jungle Book show has been a dud. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes it, but people flood to it. Well, it's the park hour. The park has not been crowded after dark. Um, it's it's so it's so important. Are relatively it's, small. It's 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 incredibly important. I stress this every time, Mike. You and I have one of these conversations. Disney fans on Twitter, and all of you listening, and all of us talking here, Disney could care less what we think about that show. 
It makes no difference to them what our review is to the show. What they care about is people are still waiting an hour to see it. No, but they're not anymore. Well, if that's the case, if the if the if when you go in a couple of weeks, right. if you can walk in and get yourself a seat, I'll change my tune. But that's not what I'm hearing. But what I, well, what I'm hearing is that the park is not as crowded as they wanted it to be at night. Um, lines for the safari, Everest, are almost walk-ons. Um, yeah, see, I was there right when it first opened, so that's not right. that wasn't the case then. But. So the. What I'm hearing is that they have decided the Jungle Book show's a dud, and they're not going to continue it past Labor Day. Okay. And they're just going to close the park early. The nighttime hours will be done until Rivers of Light is ready to rock and roll. So maybe they'll run the Tree of Life stuff after the sun goes down at 5 o'clock, well, and at, if they it, keep it open until 7.30, because right now they keep... It's not dark at 7.30 in September. No, but it is in October and November. Correct. Correct. So if they keep it open till seven thirty th- until Christmas, when they would obviously increase it, right. um, then we would definitely, you know, we, we, they could run at least the Tree of Life thing. They can run the music stuff, um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a situation where they're giving up on the Rivers of Light completely. No, I don't think they're giving it up. I just think they're having more problems than they expect. Right, they might have to retool it, redo it, rethink it. Yeah, um, and they're going to have to test it without. Right, the Jungle Book being there, so there's going to have to be downtime right. between so the I, two. I do think after the summer's over, we summer awakenings, the Jungle thing. Book will be gone. Right, and okay. they can go back to the regular. They can go back to seven thirty nights, and then you know they could always say, "Well, it was the summer thing," and right, which you know. they never did before. They'd have to change their mind and come out and admit right. That. And they called it awakening, summer awakening. So it's yeah. not like they're going back on anything they said before, really. Technically, well, okay, um, I don't remember the phraseology that they said. But. What they called it at the time. But they said that these were only hour, temporary hours no. for the summer? No. No, but they called it Summer Awakenings yeah. was the name of the program. The, pro, the, the promotion. Promotion, right. right. So, I mean, in theory, they could shut it. They could, But I, I have a feeling for people who are going in September and maybe even early October, don't count on 11 o'clock park hours. Yeah, September is their slowest time. If there's going to be a time where they do scale it back, that's the time. True. True. Um, okay. I Am Groot's Breakout also asked... This is an interesting question, thinking about what we just talked about. Um, Mm -hmm. Wonder what sort of Christmas offerings will be available at Animal Kingdom this year. And I assume what he's asking is, will there be changes to the normal sort of non-Christmas type of stuff that goes on at the Animal Kingdom? It's not really celebrated like it is at Epcot or anything like that. Um, Will something change? Will they bring in for Christmas time... Something more holiday themed around the Discovery Island. Maybe they'll have the bands play holiday songs. Yeah, maybe could be. You know, There's a lot more entertainment now. Yeah, that would. Be, my guess is that would be the only change. Would be right, we would still have the tree out front that they always have. You know, could they change the tree of life awakening they, so they it looks like a Christmassy funky, thing? They on do the, some funky decorations around Harambe and the Discovery Island. Yeah, but I mean the projection for the tree of life. Oh, maybe like Rudolph instead. I don't know. Could they do something there? I, <laughs> I don't know. They could. I mean, I, I don't know how how involved that technology is. Or Make what, it what, a snowscape instead. I guess they could do something. Yeah, like that. I don't know. I don't know. But we're we're. I, I find an interesting question, and I, and I'm going to keep my ear out because we have heard nothing about no, well, that. It's a little either. early. To it, be it is early. That, yep, but. it is early. Um. Uh, was there any changes made during the name change back to Gorilla Falls, or just signage? And the answer to that is just signage. Absolutely. And that was Brian Perkins signage. who asked that. And uh, also on Gorilla Falls, uh, Drunk at Disney, who uh, 
is usually drunk at Disney. Uh, asks, I met drunk at Disney, I know. and he was drunk yep. at Disney. So are you. He also uh, has a, uh, a podcast, but... <laughs> okay. Three o'clock radio, uh, parade, the 3 o'clock parade, I think it's called. Is he drunk for the podcast? I would only assume so. <laughs> Sounds it, anyway. <laughs> Which name is better? <laughs> this is an opinion one. Which name is better, Pangani Forest Exploration Trail or Gorilla Falls? I'll let you answer that first. Uh, my answer is I like Pangani better. Um, I agree. I, I, gorilla, th- this is one of the few times where they changed something for a good reason uh, because i mean even, well, it's not for a good reason um because their reason was silly that they thought that people would go in there thinking they only had gorillas uh, which is fine maybe they would maybe they wouldn't but i people think you should stupid i think you should right i think you should name things because it the, the name fits and it's cool and pangani was a cooler was. african name i it thought was. it had a better, yeah, better cultural better. significance to it agreed turkey leg jeff that's my friend Turkey. Asks, which opens first, Mike? Rivers of Light or Avatar Land? At this point, that might be a toss-up. I, I still have to say Rivers of Light, but... I wanted to say this when we had that last discussion, which is why I uh, which is why I started, but I forgot I had a piggyback on that one. I, uh... I, I could, I'm going to still have to say Rivers of Light. From everything I hear about Avatar, it, they're still saying opening in 2017, but they're not saying when. All right. And I don't think, based upon some of the things you're hearing about delays, that it's going to be spring 2017. I, I think we're looking more at, like, October ready for Christmas 2017. I agree. I agree. And I, I think sure it's gonna hope. Be, I, I, I would not. Rivers of Light is that two years delayed. I, I mean, that would be worse so. than Test Track. Yeah. Um, I, yes, it would be. I sure hope that this doesn't happen, but I would not be surprised if by the end of... After Christmas of this year, like at the beginning of 2017, mm-hmm. we get the it's not opening until 2018 phrase. Oh, Avatar? Yeah. It's possible. What are the chances that they open it in pieces? That's also possible. But like, considering no, the, the, ride, considering right away, the amount of work that's going into just the walkway <laughs> and the, the fauna around you. Right. Um, I I just have a feeling that the whole thing's just going to be delayed, and then it'll open in early, in 2018 in pieces. Would be my guess. Right. Phase one, 2018. Phase two, 2000. Yep. That would be my guess. Yeah. So you'll get the you'll get the the thing open, the the you know the the land open, maybe some gift shops, maybe the boat ride. I would assume the Soren attraction would come first. Yeah. That's what I would assume. I would think that'd be the one that would be the hardest to finish, but could, we we. Know. Well, but everything I've heard about it opening in pieces has always been doing the e-ticket open and having that open first. That's true. That's true. And then but bringing the boat ride. The, the concern being that if the boat ride doesn't open right away with it, they'll eventually say, eh, "Do we really need the right. boat ride?" You just never know, Mike. <laughs> yeah. But okay. It's attraction. That's good enough. Patrick Hackett writes: What will Dave's reaction be if Disney got pandas, either red or giant? Well, it wouldn't be the same reaction for both. Um, if we got giant pandas, I wouldn't want to explain to you what that reaction would be because it'd be, you're probably wearing headphones and I don't want your ears to blow up. But I would be incredibly excited. You mean you'd scream like a I would team, s- like one of the Brazilian tour groups? I would scream like a Justin Bieber fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, red pandas, I'd be very happy, as would you would be. As I well. Would. I like red pandas are some of my favorites. Yep. Uh, um, but I don't think I would... 
fawn over the decision like it was genius, like no, I would also, over giant pandas. But it also wouldn't be the same. Wouldn't be the same impact. Appeal and impact, right. correct. I mean, if Disney signs a deal for giant pandas, that's going to be on the 6 o'clock news. You know, that's that's going to be... It would be on the... Well, certainly in the Orlando area, for sure. It would be national news. You'd, you, I don't know if it would be on... I mean, For Disney to do it, it would be. You, th- you think it would be yeah, on, Yeah, because like, it's Disney. S- Channel 7? Channel 7? You news? mean the channel that Disney owns? Uh, oh, that's fine. That's true. <laughs> Channel 4? I mean, would Will it be, it be on, on ABC News tonight? Yes. Would it be on CNN? Of course. Yeah. Really? I, I don't know about Because that. all that stuff is... Because it's... I mean, locally, hours. obviously, Orlando would... Obvi- uh, yeah, that might be a No, no. It would be Orlando. It would be Nationals. Because it's Panda. It's Pandas, uh, and it's Disney. If it were your local zoo, maybe not... But I think Disney would, it right, would make a big deal. Right, because there was some deal. some talk about the Bronx Zoo getting pandas, yes. and it was in the local paper on page three that the Ooh. mayor says we're going to try to blah blah blah, but whatever. Right, but if they do sign the deal and the and Bronx Zoo gets them, yeah, I think that's be on the big news. Local news. No, I think that makes major news. Yeah, you think, I, don't I do because there's so few of them, and you're bringing it to a huge well, institution. Not that few anymore. There's four different, four or five different zoo, four zoos now that have them. It's not that four brand. zoos in the United States, Mike, is not a lot of pandas. That no, means for three hundred million people, there's maybe eight pandas. <laughs> well, more, a little bit more than that, but yeah. <laughs> you know where I'm going with that. I do, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's local. I mean, what, no, it's for Disney. I think it's definitely national news. It would be one of the biggest news stories that they would have in a long, long time, which is probably why they would consider it. Um, uh, I doubt it. But Let's go ahead. see here. We've argued this one before. We have. A couple have. times. How about, have you ever gotten here? This is Jeff Falkingham, who does a neat little like mouse ears thing in this name. Have you ever gotten two or more lounge chairs together at the Kidani pool? Yes, I have. Jeff, unfortunately, I believe you probably only go in the summer. Yeah, <laughs> if you get there early enough. <laughs> and then it's very hard because there's people there pretty much all day. At the pools. Now, uh, but we, I don't always go in the summer. In fact, this year was the first time I ever went in the summertime, and I'll never go back unless somebody makes me. Um, and uh, I, I go in the off season, and yeah, it's usually pretty okay. something you can get. The question before that, have you lost anything or broke something? Oh, you want to ask? Disney? Okay. The only reason I break that one up is I had a good answer for this. I lost fast passes while I was at <laughs> Disney's Animal Kingdom. They they lost them on my okay app. so so you you really kind of <laughs> so somebody who has no name but is at glass J three N Jenna fan of the show I know Jenna okay Jenna well. she writes in fact uh, I'm meeting Jenna the que- in August the question is have you ever lost anything or broke something important while at Disney I'm two for two on iPhones <laughs> that's that's rough so Mike's lost fast passes I've lost a uh, expensive pair of sunglasses did you really yeah yeah I think I put them down in this a, last trip no. Oh. No, a while ago. I think I put him down uh, at the bar at the Rosen Crown, and somebody walked away with him. Yeah. Which is understandable, because I was probably five pints in. Oh, it was at the, the Rosen Crown, so yeah. that wasn't the Animal Kingdom. I was at the no. Rosen Crown. Okay. Does it say Animal Kingdom? No, it does that say Animal Kingdom. You're, You're correct. Yep. Okay. Here's an interesting question, and one we get quite a bit. Uh, Matthew Carrera writes, and I, I'm only going to assume what you mean here, Matthew, because you're, you wrote this in sort of cryptic prose, but I, I do enjoy your poetry. Um, with a million rumors why Yeti is audio sans animatronic, or should I say sans, what is your best guess and will he ever take off his bell bottoms? Which Mike and I mean take to interpret as, is he no longer going to be 
the disco yeti. I'm I'll not let... sure how else you can read that. Okay, but I, I love the way he wrote it. It's so <laughs> yeah. it's it's so it's so poetic. Um, I'll let Mike ask, answer the other part about your best guess and will he ever take off his bell bottoms? But I, I want never wanna, take off my bell bottoms. I just want to speak to the first one <laughs> with a million rumors why Yeti is Audio Sans animatronic. Um, I don't consider there to be any rumors as no, far it's... as I know. I know exactly what the problem mm-hmm, is. The absolutely. problem is that the um, Yeti itself was uh, an incredibly powerful and heavy piece of machinery, and it was anchored to the 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 um, support beams of the actual building itself. So so when you take away the fiberglass rock facade, what you get is steer, steel girders that hold the whole structure up. And those things not only hold up the structure of the of the fiberglass um, rock face, they also hold up the track structure, runs through those steel girders. This is true for almost every indoor coaster uh, and almost any coaster, period, except usually in outdoor ones, you can see them. Uh, and the Yeti was, uh, as far as um, they could get best guess, was actually... <laughs> um, how do I put it? Was actually in the in risk of compromising the integrity of those foundation. Right, joints. my understanding it was its own foundation, and that foundation was cracking. That foundation was cracking, but it was also connected to the foundation correct. of the rest of the facility. Correct, correct, correct. Which made it, uh, you know, so they had to put it into a dormant phase, um, basically shut it off because it was the movement that was moving the joists or the mm-hmm. the uh, the beams back and forth and causing the concrete underneath it to crack. Right. Now you want to talk about when it's going to work again? Mm-hmm. Years. Uh, After Pandora, I think we all feel clearly, that way. Yeah. If it opens, if Pandora, even if you, best case scenario, opens for summer of 2017, maybe sometime in 2018 they'll shut Everest down. Because if they're going to do this, you're gonna to have to shut Everest down for at least take six while. months, I think. Uh, maybe more. Maybe more. I mean, that's why I said at least. That's what at least means, Dave. I also want to say that Kevin A. Taco Man nine forty five also asked the same question about when the right. Disco Yeti will be fixed. Um, because the worst case scenario on all this, and 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 from the other thing I understand now, this I'll put in as rumor because I've only heard this in a couple places, is that they have not gotten an accurate survey as to how. The extent of the damage, right? Done. So, if the damage, if there has been structural damage done to, uh, if if the potential is that they fix the Yeti's, let's say they fix the Yeti's foundation and um, make it more secure. However, they would do that, and I don't even know how that would be even possible. Um, they they may then have to do the same for the rest of the building. Because it moves the whole ground of the foundation. Um, Florida and the structures built in Florida are built on very, very soft ground. So making a concrete um, building that moves like this is difficult. Much more difficult than it is in places where you have a more solid ground. Uh, So it becomes more of a challenge. And I think, I mean, my guess is, and and I, I don't know if you agree with this, but my guess is... Um, they're going to find out that the easiest thing to do would be to build a new Yeti. And then they're going to have to tear the... I don't think, see them doing that. That's going to be a lot of money. But that... They might say forget it. So take it out. Altogether. Altogether. I mean, if they're going to fix it, if the Disco Yeti is going to be no longer Disco, okay. 
I a lot of people who I've heard talk about this say that they and these are people who are you know have had conversations that I've heard uh, you know that I've read and stuff um, feel that probably what they're going to come across is that they're going to need to make a new one because the one they have now just can't be structured the way it is. Maybe they could change its motion to you know to update the technology well, on its motion, they, but it's difficult to do if that. They decide to get rid of that one and, and put in a new one. You could bet it won't be as advanced or as costly. Right, a newer, smaller one. Right, uh, maybe made of a lighter, maybe made out of carbon fiber or something lighter, a, a different type of uh, material in it. Animatronic Olaf there, or the, maybe they'll make an animatronic <laughs> um, Olaf in there, which Olaf's the snowman. Don't pretend like you don't know. See, I got that from last time. I got that from last time. Um, so, but if you think about Mike, if, they, yeah, if that's right. what they had to do, you'd have to tear basically the whole roof off the thing, right? <laughs> and because the because the the Yeti, the 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 rest of the of the coaster was built around the Yeti. Joe Rody promised he was going to fix it. Yeah, he will recently. I mean, Relatively I think he would, recently. and I think he will. But I just think it's going to be a little bit. I think he might retire before that. Happens. Yeah, he might be. Or move on <laughs> to bigger and better things. Um, have you been to Tiffin's? And if so, have you had lunch? Now, the answer to both of uh, from both of us is no, because Mike hasn't been there yet. And the answer that I want to kind of expand on is I never will, because I looked at the price of the menu for lunch, and uh, I'm just not going to go there. I'll be there in three weeks. For lunch? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Good for you. So, so Mike, we'll in three weeks, is going to revisit question. this question. Jen Peace, and he's going to uh, tell you all of about Tiffin's. It. I can't wait. Epcot bar, bar Crawl says, second try at this, which I guess means they've asked this before. Make Dave watch Frozen? Question mark. I always want to address this question because people think uh, Dave hates Frozen. Dave doesn't like Frozen. We got a review that said that. I just want to say one more time. Dave has never seen Frozen. Well, I, that's what he's saying for you to watch uh, it. And Dave, uh, no, this is the rest of the answer. Okay. okay. Dave has never seen Frozen. And Dave is going to see Frozen when Dave's 18-month-old son is old enough and says, t- comes home and goes, Daddy, can we watch Frozen? Can- and then I'll be happily put it on for him. Other than that, I don't have any interest in seeing it. I think you should watch it this weekend. I'm not going and to. And I will tell you what. I if won't. If you watch Frozen, I will watch that three-hour dreadful fiasco. How do you know it's dreadful? You've never Batman seen it. Batman versus Superman. See, here's the difference between Mike and I. <laughs> Mike already has an opinion. It's dreadful. I'm, I'm basing that on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't have an opinion on Frozen. I could be wrong. I, I've never seen it. All I know is that I, I just don't like the way it's been incorporated in certain things with Disney, but it doesn't have to be just Frozen. It could have been any movie where they did that, and it would have been equally as annoying because they shoehorned it into places that it really didn't belong, For- dopey things that we didn't like, and everybody kind of agreed on that. And then certainly Mike fl- flew off the handle when they took the Maelstrom away for Frozen. <laughs> uh, so so I'm not the only one who doesn't like, but I've never seen the film. I don't know anything about it. I'll tell you, the only thing I don't like is I'm not a, I'm not a, a lot of people went crazy about the music. I thought in the, the pan- pretty good. I thought in Her- the pantheon of Disney music history. Uh-huh. Frozen songs, and I heard all of them, I guess, or m- most of them, um, were just uh, a little overrated, in my opinion. I-, I-, I didn't think they were these, you know, it wasn't the bare necessities or super well, califragilistic. I mean, people like or, or whatever her name is. Sure. I don't, yeah. Who I don't, I don't even know what that means, but. Oh, you don't remember John Travolta <laughs> introducing Adina Mazel as Adele Dazim on the Oscars? No. Oh. <laughs> You, no. don't, you didn't know that. Oh, Adele right. Dazim sounded like one of the dishes in, in the Tiffin's. Country 
that doesn't know that he did that. Okay. But, but but I want the, the fans to know. Do we know really have to talk about that this Dave one? is a DC apologist. No, he's not. He's one of the few people in the country it's that thinks DC is better than Marvel. That's not, that with movies? No, overall. Oh. Um well, uh, you like Batman. You're a Batman Superman guy. You're not a Spider-Man ov- Captain overall, America. Compare, overall. Compare okay. Now, you see see this is what Mike does. He <laughs> says these stupid things. First of all, at the current time, <laughs> Okay, and certainly over the last however many years since yeah. Christopher Nolan's last Dark Knight movie, which is terrible, um, Marvel makes superior films. There's no, there's no choice oh, about it. About films. Well, first of and first of all, DC's only made three or four in that time. They've made correct Man of Steel, BVS, terrible, right? Both were bad. I think you like BVS. BVS, no, the 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 the, the longer edition of BVS was good. There's a lot of good in BVS. I think, what but we, it's but overall, it's not a movie that you're going to go. Oh my god, this is a great film. All right. um, but before that, in my humble opinion, <laughs> DC had the two far and away. The two best superhero movies what? ever made. What? In Tim Burton's Batman no. and in The Dark Knight. No. I mean, The Dark Knight was good, but that was a little Far and away the best film if ever made Heath for superheroes. If you take Ledger out of that Batman movie, the it was The only stupid. person I believe ever even considered, forget nominated, forget winning it, only person you would ever even think to nominate he was for brilliant. a film. And Jack Nicholson would have been the only other person no, you would no. think to nominate for a role in a, in, in the a superhero movie. The original Avengers movie is the best comic book movie not even in history. Close. It's not even close to that. I'll give you the, the but Heath Avengers Ledger. is great. But next, you, I, those two films, and then, and then I the rest from that point down. If I was listing the best comic book movies of all time, Mike, it would be Burton's Batman, Dark Knight at one A and one B, okay. and then all the rest until except for maybe Batman Begins, the first one with Liam Neeson. All the rest oh, would be terrible. would be Winter Soldier, Avengers, the first Iron Man. You know, but everybody has hit and misses. Even Marvel has a lot of hit hits and misses with movies. They don't have any like real hardcore miss. Oh, really? You saw really? the second uh, Thor movie? That was a hardcore miss. No, I disagree. I think the it was third Iron Man movie was mediocre was dreadful. It was better than it was better than that Man versus of Steel. Man nonsense. of Steel, much it's, better. It's better than, than that, but not better than Batman vs Superman. Not better, I haven't seen Batman vs right. Superman. It's so not if better. Than I that. see Batman vs Superman. Is better. Will you agree to see Frozen? No, because I don't care. If I you think see our it or listeners not. want you to see Frozen. Maybe can we do, make some sort of wager? <laughs> no, that oh, you're the worst. I mean, the fans <laughs> want you. No, to the fans watch don't Frozen. care if I see Frozen. Uh, uh, all they, a handful of questions. All they care. That's just because they're being snarky. We got a bad review on iTunes because you won't see Frozen. That's fine. And believe me. This is the other thing that, that that kills me about this. If I listed to you all of the other Disney films that I've never seen, I think you did that last week. Yeah, I mean dozens of all them. the new ones. Wreck It Ralph. Big most Hero of the Six. new ones. Yeah, most new ones. And there's a lot of old ones that I maybe seen bits and pieces of, but haven't seen all the way through. Well, you've never se- you've seen certainly. There's that whole Robin Hood. Certainly that whole post. Walt period of animation, like, like the Hood. Black Cauldron and stuff like well, that. Be still the Black I mean, I've only seen bits and pieces. I mean, we're not of talking about like the Journey to Atlantis nonsense. Uh, Nobody saw those. Well, I wasn't Treasure there. Planet. No, I never saw that. Yeah, me neither. I mean, yeah. nobody sees those. But what do you? No, there's talking? a whole whole list of those. That, that's what I mean. Those those kind well, of those movies. are the which were Disney that, animation films, right? Yeah. But over the course of the years. And I'm sure there's more. If I went through a list of them, I'm sure there's more because there's just sure, so many of I mean, them over the years. You do a Disney podcast. Has there? I have never seen see Frozen. I've never seen any movie with Winnie the Pooh in it. Was there ever a movie of Winnie the Pooh? Of course there was. I've never seen it. 
I, However I many. To, there could be 20 of them. I've never seen them. I, I, I've seen some of them. Um, <laughs> never saw I am saw not a Winnie the Pooh fan. No, neither that's am I. Ideal. Neither so am I. That's, that's, so how come it's allowed to not be your deal, but Frozen is not allowed to not be my deal? Generally. Well, I, Ridiculous. Anyway, on to the next question. I don't sit here railing against Winnie the Pooh, but people have I this. don't oh, rail against. People have this perception that you are anti-Frozen. When you haven't seen it, because so I think you need uh, to see it. That's all. Let's that's, show the minute. show off. We'll watch it and we'll come back and let's just the let's just let's just verify this for a second. That only comes because at a time when it was very popular, right? And they were throwing it into every nook and cranny they could find in Disney. You and I had more than one conversation about really how big it was, and it was mostly me. Right, that was the that was really the thing. I was the and one. I wasn't saying it. that the that the but I wasn't saying at the time that the film wasn't good or bad. I'd never seen it. I was saying that the film just wasn't were didn't have the cultural impact that some other films over Disney's history have. And you know what? In the long run, I'll admit I was wrong about that because I think it's it has held on, and kids still so do love it. Yeah, so I mean, far. a year later or however many years later. Kids still still do love it, the and they're same. still lining up for that ride at, at at Epcot. I mean, well, that only just opened in June, right? But I mean, they they are. It's still a big deal that that's open. It also so. has terrible capacity issues. Yep, but I they're mean, still there. Like Five hundred people. They're still there, more than they were for Maelstrom. Of course. So well, we knew that. Was so good. they so it has an impact, and I was wrong about that. So that's that's the one thing that I argued. Never said it was bad. I don't know anything about it. Anyway, I'm done with this. Please watch. Uh, Veronica McNear. How long until this is a great question? How long until the Tree of Life Theater has the all-new Marvel show, It's Tough to Be an Ant-Man? <laughs> I think that's being facetious. I think it is, but it leads us to a question. An interesting question. An interesting question, which is Joe Rody, which we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. Joe Rody is now in charge of... What, what is his official capacity with Marvel? How, how, how well, is it? He, my understanding like is the, he's head the lead of the, Imagineer for Marvel. for Marvel projects. Okay. Just like Scott Trowbridge... Is the lead Imagineer for Star Wars projects? So okay, so so the question then, basically, the, the basic question is: Does does that mean that Joe tries to bring one of his new Marvel babies into his baby of all babies, or does he take the opposite approach and say, "Yes, I love Marvel, I love these projects, but I won't let it touch my baby." I I, I think by contract he's almost not allowed to. I mean, anything that would possibly fit into Animal Kingdom, they can't use. Right, Ant Man though, Ant Man's an Avenger. He they can't use him. Oh, that's true. He was Black well. Panther he is now in the movies. Wakanda, but a, a fake African nation, you could theoretically fit. It'd be perfect as an Avenger. They can't use him. They're gonna have to fix that. How are they gonna fix that? I don't know. They're gonna have to come up with a with a uh, a, a way out to rewrite the the contracts. What everybody the, can do. The Marvels, I mean, they're not gonna give Universal hundreds of millions of dollars to buy back the theme park rights for Florida. No, but. That's what Universal's writing a gigantic check to Disney every year. Uh, yeah, but they, they know that it sticks in Disney. So they won't do it. Yeah, I don't I mean, think it's ever going to happen. It may, not ever, it, it may not ever happen, but uh, it may. I take that back. It will happen at some point because Disney has the right to approve any kind of new 
And they're just going to not approve anything they did. Sure. So right. sooner or later, these things are going to be. They're going to have to. It might be 100 right. years from now when people like, who goes on roller coasters anymore? We've right. got this great, you know, cybernetic, exactly. whatever. Exactly. Be stuck, At some point. They'll be stuck with this right. Hulk roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, and, and I've said a million times before um, when we've talked about this subject, I just think that um, sooner or later, you know, Universal will find a way to, uh, you know, create their own path right you know and come up with a property that better suits their business plan than to use somebody else's property um right now i think there's probably a little bit of the stick him in the craw kind of yeah, stuff gonna, but, but after a while when the when the when the when the new when the attractions that are there get antiquated and they're not really sticking at anybody's craw anymore right then that could change and then they'll rewrite this thing and then universe will go out and find somebody else like you, you know. said, they could get the DC. And yes, instead but of, instead of Spider-Man, it's Batman. I know, the but Hulk DC. I, I, I think DC is 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 licensed out to Six Flags. I think Six Flags has, uses DC products all properties all over the country. By the way, they do do it terribly, but they have like thirty-seven parks. They just, they just paint the <laughs> roller coaster red and yellow and, and say and, it's the Superman thing. Exactly, exactly. It's terrible. Which would be red and blue, Mike. What did I say? Uh, red and yellow. Oh, I um, uh, so well, he's got red and yellow. But hey, would a walking path from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Animal Kingdom be feasible? And would anyone use it? The answer to that is uh, maybe and no, because <laughs> it's very far. It is far. It's farther. Yeah. I looked at it. It's farther than if you walked from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. Well, to get from the front entrance of um, Jumbo House yeah. to get Kadani Village, which is even farther away. Yeah. But from to walk from the front entrance of Jumbo House to the front entrance of the Animal Kingdom is a longer, quite a bit longer walk than if you walked from the International Gateway to Hollywood Studios, which is a trek. Yeah, I mean you could do it, but oh, imagine, I've done it. imagine yeah. that times two. Yeah. So, so, that. but what would what would be cool if? And they obviously don't have any interest to do this, but what they could do is build that path and then, and then. You know, buy some buses and theme them. Like you know, paint them funky sure, colors. Sure, they could and, build. It could easily build like know, a small waterway. They could build a small. I yeah. always thought a yeah. uh, a train that goes from a train to, would to, be perfect. Yeah, Harambe somehow make yep. an entrance. Even just an electric tram that you put, throw a little thing on the front that makes it look like a train. Yeah, right. would be would be super. Cool, I agree. But I agree. They never got to that. And you said somewhere on here, Mike, there was another question about a walking path. There was one about see that. whether or not. Um, there would be a um, from the front to Avatar from basically the rainforest. Oh the yes, yes, yes. So let's hold that because because I think one of the plans that I have is we're going to do another show and listener questions all on Avatar and Pandora because there's a million oh, okay. on that. All right, well, so we'll try to hold the rest of those for that. Sure. Um, I love this question because I and and, and I'm only asking because I wanted to answer it. Uh, what upcoming Disney thing? Anything, film, attraction, etc. Are you most excited about, and which do you most dread? Do you have an answer? Up, up upcoming Disney thing. Anything Disney attraction. related. And what do you that most hasn't opened dread? yet? Like for example, upcoming. I'm looking forward to the nighttime safaris, but it's open. I haven't just haven't done it yet. Doesn't I'm not count. count that. Okay. Doesn't count. Because uh, I know you. You've watched it on YouTube. I, I guess. I guess I'll have to say. The boat ride at Pandora? I'm looking forward to that. Really? Okay. That might be my... I'm trying to think of something else that would be... Okay. Boat ride at Pandora? I'll go with that. And what do you most dread? Pandora? What? The rest <laughs> of Pandora? <laughs> there was a good one about... But um, 
Anything else like in the other parks or movies or anything that like that? They dread. Well, I mean, Star Wars. I guess, you know, Star Wars land. I'm looking forward to walking into that for the first time. Yeah, I'll probably cry when I see that. That's probably number one. What am I most dreading? Hmm. If I if I walk under a life size Millennium Falcon, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be a ball of tears on the floor. Well, that's a little extreme. No, not for uh, me. I won't be bowling my eyes. I out. will be. I'll be saying, "Oh, look, that's cool." But no, that's, I'll be crying. <laughs> that's about the extent of it. I'm, uh, what am I looking? Tape myself what, what am to I the dreading. Yeah, uh, like the what? new Peach Dragon movie, perhaps. <laughs> There you go. That's a good answer. I, I, I thought of a couple of things. Um, I'm looking forward most to the Rivers of Light. Okay, if it ever opens, yeah, sure. But that's what I'm looking. And, that's a good one. And I'm really, really buying into the hype on Rogue One. I, I think this is going. Oh, the be, movie. The movie. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say Episode Eight because obviously I'll tell you I'm looking forward in really terms of movies. It. I'm very much looking forward to next year's Guardians of the Galaxy Two. I bet you that's going. to See, be I know good. nothing about that yet. I know a little bit. But Rogue One, we've seen a lot of, so you kind of get more of the sure. more of the sure. hype for that. Sure. Um, There's going to be a baby Groot running around. I know. I can't. That wait. I know. That, that I saw. Sense. Yeah. That in I terms saw. of movie, that's what I'm looking. Yeah, that's to a good most. one. And most <laughs> dreading. Um, that's I, a tough one. I, this is a tough one. Only this is. A, I think I'll be turned around on this, but the Han Solo movie. I, I just I worry okay. about that. I just think that. Uh, okay. That we could really jump the shark with. See, it's hard for me. There's to just no reason to go back and do that. Because so, I just won't go right. see it. But but I dread that because I I, I, okay. I fear that a really bad one of those means that any of these, you know, that means we take all of these characters off the board. We can no longer. We can't recast Luke. We can't recast Leia. We can't do those people um, and do different stories about them again uh, because this one doesn't work. That's my only fear about that one. And I would also say, as I always am with with. Uh, with parks, anytime they change anything in Epcot, I'm always dreading it because their their hit and miss ratio is just not strong enough for me to be True. excited about changes. What to are Epcot. they changing at Epcot though? Anything that might happen. Oh, they haven't announced anything else. Anything. I was trying to limit it to announce. <laughs> no, I just I, I just like wanted I'm to... dreading a Guardians of the Galaxy replacement for Ellen's Energy Adventure, but they haven't announced. I mean, I am. Right. I'm dreading it not okay. because I think it's a bad idea. I don't know the idea yet. Um, right. uh, Mike's point about how it doesn't fit is absolutely right, but maybe there's some way well, they knows? can work with that. Who knows? But they have such a bad record with changes at Epcot. They're so like 50-50 on them that I just worry that we're going to get another figment change or another, you know. Or the Lumberjacks. The Lumberjacks. <laughs> or the German Even the, even the, the German Spaceship band? Earth. The redone Spaceship Earth is not as good as it used to be. It's true. You know, there's so many of them. Each version's gotten many. worse. Each version's gotten opinion. worse. I mean, yeah. a lot of people like the Jeremy Irons version. I'm more of a Walter Cronkite And Cronk I don't think fan. the new Test Track version's better either. And it's just, you know, I, and Mission Space was a dud. I think, and, and there's I think so many. Test Track is probably a wash. A wash. I don't want a wash. You know, that's some the thing. things that are better about it. I like the yeah. I like the campiness of the intro film, but I mean overall, I, it's better than I think. Yeah, the right. But I always dread whenever they talk about that. Um, my, this is a question, Mike. Like, uh, and I and you'll know why. What isn't real on the safari? That's also Jenna, right? It, it is. Yes, I told her yep. that was my favorite question. And I, I want to uh, credit Drew Barnes for the last question about dreading and looking forward to because that Drew, was a question. I met Drew at uh, Harambe Market. That's very exciting. Um, <laughs> so, what isn't real on the safari? <laughs> I get I, three things popped in my head right away. Yeah, the baobab trees are fake. Oh, certainly the one in the safari, main one that you see. Yeah, the big one. Right. Any, is there any in the safari? Oh yeah, there's one at the, the there's one at the elephants too, right? The only real one in the park is over by Tusker uh-huh, House. Uh-huh. 
as number one. Which you can't even tell it's a baobab unless somebody points it out to you. No, because it's so... It's not gigantic. It's, yeah. Not only is it not gigantic, but because of the humidity in relation to Florida, as in relation to Africa, I should say, right. it's always a lot more green than you would see in Africa. Exactly. So it doesn't look like what you would think. Right. So um, that's one. Number two was the termite mounds are fake. Right. And number three is the tusk marks uh, in the red clay pits from yep. the elephants. Those are not real elephant markings. And there are also a couple of... Um, the geysers, of course, fake, too. Geysers are fake. There's a couple of food stations on the savannah that look like logs or something like that okay. that are that are not real. Okay, that's true. I'm, I'm sure there's some fiberglass... Uh, yeah, there are. Log, there's one or two. There's only like there's sure. only a couple right in the middle there. Sure. Uh, I need to think of that one. That's a good one. I guess that's probably it. Obviously, the rocks at Monkey Point are fake. Um... Maybe the rocks, the hyena thing might be fiberglass. I don't they know. might be. I'm not sure. They pro- yeah. Probably, just by the way they look, I'm mm-hmm, sure they probably mm-hmm. are, actually. Mm-hmm. That's probably where they go off of exhibit. Right. And the, I think the pride rock wrecks are all, they're definitely oh, fake. For, yeah, they're, for they're the, heated uh, yep. fake rocks there. So there's That's a lot cool. of sort of fake scenery, um, but most of it isn't fake. The elephants are fake. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there used to be a fake elephant. I, I, I didn't want you to say anything else because I thought that would be my next uh, email that I get. Are the elephants really fake? Because people believe us. I don't know why. People believe us what? That when we say things. They think we actually like look into the stuff instead of just I, making I it off on the true. fly. I know that's true. Uh, let's see if we have anything else because we're kind of getting to the end here. Uh, <clears throat> have you guys, this is an easy one for me to answer, have you guys earned all your Wilderness Explorer badges? Yes. Did you caw and roar when you did? Of course I did. Not only have I not earned all my wilderness badges, I have never earned one. <laughs> You've never done the wilderness? Never. Explorer? Did you even get the booklet? No. You should get the booklet at least. Uh, why? Just because to have it? Nice. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, I'm waiting for the little guy to be hey, able to no, do it. I then I'll do it with him. I, I don't want to do it by myself. I think, it, it, you know, it's very long if you get to do the whole thing. Uh, and oh, I'm too busy yeah, taking I, pictures. I'm not saying do the whole thing, especially yeah. with him, but you know, do a couple of them. I'm too busy taking pictures. <laughs> um, so what? how much time we got? All right, so let's make this the last one, Mike. Um, oh, do, I, there's a few here that I want to answer. but Well, we're going to do another show. All right, good. Uh, going in October. Now, she says Rivers of Light, but I think she means um, the, 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 uh, the, the Jungle Book thing. Okay. Says, uh, going in October, how long should I wait in line? Have a 4.15 ADR for Tiffins. Should I change the time? And our answer to that is stay tuned. Like, pay yeah, attention. October. Because yeah, it may not be an issue at all. This is, this is Judith. Yeah, she's a longtime fan of the show. Yep. Um, we, we, like we talked about before, there's a pretty good chance there will be no nighttime show in October. Right. So um, I'm not counting on Rivers of Light. And at this point, I wouldn't even count on Jungle Book. So we'll have to see. I'll throw in a couple more. Why no tacos at Animal Kingdom, Mike? You know, that's a good question. It, is it really? Well, I mean, when you think about it, <laughs> don't you think that there should be some street food in Discovery Island and, and tacos would be a perfect street food? There's really no good taco place in Disney World. Which is weird. It is weird. Because it's... I mean, uh, okay, fine. It's you easy can, to make you, a good taco you, place. Yeah, and you can get them at uh, in the Mexico Pavilion, but... But they're really not even that good there. But you would think there'd be like stands for like tacos and burritos all over the place. You would think because it's an easy, good, it's it's likable, yeah, strange. It'd be a good thing to just throw up there for people to grab on the fly. But go ahead. 
Uh, I'll just go through some of the easier, easier ones. Uh, any character meet and greet you would add or delete from DAK? And this person, Bill Carmichael, also asks, will Dave watch uh, Frozen before or after you. Len Testa, which I didn't know Len Testa's never Len seen. Len Testa it. famously has not uh, seen Frozen, just okay, like good. you have So then I will it. not... I'll certainly not see it until after Len sees it first. Okay. Because he's paid much more to, to hawk Disney stuff than I am. So he if he doesn't have to see it, then that's carte well, blanche for me. You had to see it, but I think our fans would like it if you did. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares that Len hasn't seen it. Nobody cares about that. They do care that Len hasn't seen it. Um, but go ahead. So uh, character meet and greets. Uh, what, what, so Anything the, you would add or delete? Um, I'm surprised there's not Zootopia ones. But what I would—how did that do though, box office wise? Okay, oh, it's a huge, huge hit. hit. Me personally, if I had to pick, and that's an obvious one. Yeah, if I had to pick one, this is going to be out of left field. I'd love to see Thumper in Flower from Bambi. I think oh, that, nice. I think that would be awesome. Nice. I know they have the costumes for him too. I've right. they, they've been out and very rarely out. But that would be a lot of fun in terms of getting rid of him. I, I don't. Th- I mean, you're going to want to keep Mickey and Minnie and all those and. There's really none that I would necessarily get rid of, but I might add one or two, especially on Rafiki's Planet Watch. That might be a good way to bring. Yeah, we had a, quite a few questions about Rafiki's, which I'm saving those okay. as well. Yeah, we'll probably do a Rafiki's Pandora show. Okay, uh, next time around. Um, also, a couple like getting rid of the Tree of Life. You're not asking those. No, uh, I like that one. Go ahead. Yeah, but that's a long answer. That's why I want to hold on to oh, that. We're one. saving that one. All I'm right. saving. I wanted to get through as many in this first show as I possibly can to get as many I as many asked. All right, uh, as far as character meet and greets, uh, another thing famously, I'm not really one for that, so I don't really have an answer on that. The only thing that I would delete is uh, anytime I've seen um, Mowgli there, it's kind of creepy looking, and oh, I just don't. I just don't. He's not a Mowgli and Tarzan are not. Yeah, Mowgli, they, uh, they, neither one of those need to be there. But I would, I would love Thumper and Flower. That would be my choice. That'd be cool. Uh, let's see. I thought I had another small one here um, that I wanted to get through. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, oh, no. Um, are you guys going questions. to, we have a lot, going to a DVC safari? We'll be at one. That's the... Uh, That's the, if you recall, we talked about this probably a couple months ago. Yeah. In September for for it's free for DVC members. Remember, right. they're doing the, that thing. It's, it's only a couple of days in September. So the answer to that is... No, I will not be doing it. Yeah, I, 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 we won't be there then, so we're not going to see it. So I would love. Who, who wrote that? Uh, oh, that's uh, I am Groot's breakout. So tell us what you think, please. Yeah, it'd be you know, take some good. pictures. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Um, I think that'll probably do it for us. Now we have some big. There's a lot. If we didn't answer your question, like I said, if it's Pandora related, we're going to give it its own show because there's a lot of questions here on Pandora. There's a few other ones. Oh, here's the one I wanted. I knew I had another one. What in about here the ones about like here, best here, bars? Here's and stuff. another. All of those are long answers that we don't have time for. They're now. Their own show. But here's a short one that I wanted to bring to you, and I don't know if you can answer this. The animal enclosure for the crocodiles. Did you see that one? I did. Um, uh, it's actually an alligator. Right? Wrong. It's, it's a croc? It's an American okay. crocodile. Oh, that's right. In Dino Land, too small? How much room should they have? The, I mean, I would imagine they would know that. The answer to it that does is, seem small. That's, it does seem small, but crocodiles really, if you feed them, they don't move really all that much. <laughs> they they stay in the... It's like having a giant snake. Um, they are designed to move as little as possible to save energy because they're uh, cold-blooded, essentially. Right. So they do not move much. Um, they just bask in the sun and then hunt. And since they don't have to hunt, they don't really move that much. So, 
many of the, even the better zoos in the country don't have large exhibits for big crocs and alligators or even giant um, constrictor snakes. Right. Cause they because just they there. just don't need the space. So that is the answer. It's probably okay. I, I, I guess aesthetically, you people might go, well, you know, that's a big crocodile in a relatively small lagoon, but that's fine. Yeah, we have a few others here that we could that we could um, that we could go through. Let, let me just quickly go through some of them okay, so we sure. can get through most of these. Um, what is the most missed snack at Disney's Animal Kingdom? Obviously, the African spice cake. Nobody has another answer besides that. The jalapeno that. cheese pretzels are no Mike, longer found at uh, which Disney's Animal African Kingdom. spice cake was better. Uh, the DAK Rainforest Cafe never seems overly crowded. You've obviously not been there in June. So which one? Um, well, the the Rainforest Cafe. Do you ever see closing? And if so, what would go there? No, I don't because it's it does do pretty well. It does okay. I think it, it does well enough. I don't think they're going to... We've talked about what we would do with the space if we, we could do. close it. And we both would con- rather I Disney would, take it over and do something different. I've always thought the Adventurers Club there would be great. but That's never going to happen. No, it's uh, not. That'd be my pick. Who's wrote this? Uh, Ken's story again. Are you surprised the Oasis has stayed true to its mission this long? I know I am. Kind of. Really? Kind of. I mean, what would you do with it? It's not well. It depends on what you mean by stayed with its mission. I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised that in since 1998 they haven't tried to put a little something, a little bit more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Higher ticket, higher, higher more, ticket, more like, higher profile maybe animal. Not a panda per se, but Why? like uh, I don't know, like a leopard or you know something that would you know draw crowds more than. But they've always kept to the small. Subtle animals, the cute birds and wallabies and cavies, and nothing right. that's going to um, draw people for the no. Ti- there's no tiger or elephant there. Right. I'm surprised they haven't tried that at least. I don't. I don't. Well, because they made the they animal. Over, they made the animal enclosures to make it so that only certain animals could, sure, could go but there. Sure, you could easily change, change them, but they're not going to do that. Not for that. Um, not, not anytime soon. I mean, that, that's easy. the reason why it's changed, because it is tailor-made for what it does. Right. I mean, you could easily plow over the wallaby exhibit and the adjacent sure. like, a pond of ducks okay. and make a leopard enclosure there. It'd you be could hard to do that. It, yeah, no, because, you, because you, you'd you have to have some sort of barrier there. Well, and the yeah, way they do the barriers the would have to be moats and things like sure. that. So it would be, no I don't glass. think the space there isn't as, as big. They don't want glass there. That would, yeah, I, I, mean, I suppose. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. And I'm not surprised because of that reason, because okay. it really is built that way. Um, what is the best themed area of the park? Also, why is Africa so dang hot? Africa's only hot when it's actually hot in the rest of the world. The rest of the park, but um, so I don't have an answer for that. But uh, <laughs> what is the best themed area of the park? I'd say Africa. To me, that's that's my favorite themed area. The, the uh, center of Harambe. Themed, I, I guess. I guess Harambe. Best themed. I mean, uh, the center me, of Harambe I, to me. I, I may pick Maharaja Jungle Trek as the best themed. Oh, 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 okay. So when you, right. So, so uh, I, think I thought it was perfectly fine. Right. But my, my, I read that as land instead of oh, area. So we're only going <laughs> no, Africa, no, no, Asia, no, or Dino Land? Is no, because they said area and not land. I read it as land okay. and not area right. in my head. So that's why I said that. Uh, I would say probably the best themed would be Kilimanjaro, would be my, okay. what I would say. But I, your, your answer is certainly a close second. 
Uh, do we want to answer the thing about replacing the tree of life, or do you want to give that some more thought? We can give that some more thought. We could save that. Yeah, I think time. that's a that, that that gives it. A, we need a little. There's more a time handful of these one. questions that are almost their big show ones. by themselves. Big ones, yes. Like there's one about what's the best bar and yes. why and all that kind of stuff is. That's a show. Right. So we're going to go think. through. So, so we'll do a blue sky one here, and go through right. and, and do a show based on blue sky. I just want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Uh, well, if we're missing one, we can always throw it on the pin. Yeah, if we, yeah. Have, if we really missed it. Um, there. Oh, uh, Team Iron Cage. Yeah. Wrote. Uh, what do you think of the nighttime safari? Any insight as to how they've adapted the animals to oh, new times? Oh, I did times? see that. Yeah, that's probably um, a good one. Uh, that's that's a good one. But why don't we answer that after you've seen it? Why don't we save that for when you come well, back? I think what he's asking is, did they do anything with the animals to get them? Uh, uh, accustomed to the nighttime. I'm not sure if that really needs to. See yes. It for them. So I'll answer the first part, then I'll let Mike answer the second part. Okay. Uh, what do I think of the nighttime safari? Um, I think a lot of people who aren't Animal Kingdom fanatics are going to be a little underwhelmed, um, and that was the general consensus of everybody on the on the uh, truck with me. Besides me, everybody's like, "Well, we saw a lot of shadows there," uh, because yeah, it is hard to see things at night. Um, I think they tried really hard to make the sunset on the savanna to be a showstopper, and it just didn't come off that way from everywhere, from right. all your viewpoints. Um, from closer to it, actually, it's better looking than from farther away, mm-hmm. believe it or not. But um, so I think it's I think it's great that they have it. I hope it sticks around um, as an option for people to do something different. But it's not going to be a showstopper. And we always said we thought it wasn't going to be a showstopper right. because it's just the safari. And uh, what did you want to comment about the uh, well, adapting the to animals to new I mean, they, I, I, mean, I think what they did was they you know, kept them out later after the park was closed. They got them used to the area. They got them used to night. I know they played even some of the music from the shows in the barns and stuff to get them used to the, to the sounds that they would be hearing um, and some of the other noises that they were going to play in the safari itself. So, I mean, they generally, over the course of months... Got them used to being out later. Got them used to some of the noises to make it as easy of a transition as possible. So they did do some stuff like that. And also, I think they rotate some animals in and out. Like, for example, you may see the African wild dogs in the one exhibit during the day, and then you get the hyenas at night or vice versa, that kind of right, stuff. Right. Um, so the last question I want to ask here, because uh, we already talked about snacks. Somebody asked about the best snacks. There was snacks. a couple of snacks, yeah. Snacks in the park. We already kind of mentioned all of those. Um, the last one, and we'll leave it at this, uh, is what is the best bar and what are best cocktails at the Animal Kingdom? You want to ask that or you want to save that for... Okay, we can ask No, that. that's an easy one. Uh, best the, bar, go ahead. The, the best uh, bar is... There's two answers to that. If it's blazing hot outside, it's the bar at the Yak and Yeti um, because it has really comfortable stools well, and it's air-conditioned. the Nomad Lounge. I Where'd did. Uh, I've heard I got things it. about it. I, I don't want... I want to reserve that. I'm not going to answer that question. I think that's going to be the answer to this question later on. Okay. But I haven't sat and drank at that bar yet. I will. I'm, I'm going to... You will. So we'll leave that for you. Okay. But I would okay. guess that that's going to be the answer to this. I believe so. Um, based upon what I've seen. Based upon what I've seen, too. Uh, but... Uh, uh, is a great bar, though. It's a but fun... If it's... if it's And that was what I was going to say. If the weather is not blazing hot, it's the Dawa bar, hands down. Because... The entertainment. The entertainment's there. Right. Yeah, you get to see all the day. As and the sugarcane mojito is a fabulous drink there. And I love the Lost on Safari. I'm also a Yak Attack fan. Although it is a sugar nightmare. Yeah. I, my favorite cocktail in Animal Kingdom is the sugarcane mojito at the Dawa Bar. 
fair enough. They have some specialty ones, that, again, at the Nomad Lounge that I'd like to try. But yeah. right now, it's the Sugar Cane Mojito. Right now, for me, it's probably Lost on Safari, which is at the Dawa Bar. Um, so that'll do it for now. We're going to do, Mike, we have two more shows to do out of this. We have what I'm going to call the Blue Sky Show, because we've got a lot of questions like, what would you do with this? What, what would you do, do with, with this? What would you do with that? So that's the Blue Sky Show. We'll do that uh, the next one, and then we're going to have to do a Pandora Show, because there's about 15 questions on Pandora. Is there really Avatar. that many? There's a, there's a, right. quite a few. Um, it might be a quick show, but we have to do it. I also have some other plans coming up for a music show. Uh, somebody in here asked about the resort loop. Um, right, um, I did see that. Yes. Yep, because uh, the, the question that she asked, uh, he asked Chris White was, how do they select the mu- music? There's no way for us to know. Um, I think it's the best on property. I agree with you. So if you stay tuned a couple of episodes away, maybe even the next one, depending on how much time I have, um, I'm going to do a uh, show dedicated to um, being able to listen to entire songs from our loop that you're hearing below you, which is all, uh, or below our talking here, um, which is all music that's either directly from the Animal Kingdom, the Animal Kingdom Lodge, or inspired by. Uh, more about that on the next show. Um, I guess that's it. No news or anything we wanted to brush on before we go? All right. Not really, unless you want to talk about the uh, Muppets at the Hall of Presidents. I don't. F- don't forget, uh, follow Mike on Twitter, at Jombo Everyone. Please do so if you want to get involved in this in the future, because we do like <laughs> to do these every once in a while. We'll probably do another one in the spring um, to get on uh, to get your questions on. If you ever have any questions that you, that, that, that you have, I may just randomly read them on the show. Um, you can certainly email them directly to me. I'm uh, JomboEveryone at gmail.com. You can also... Uh, write me on Twitter. I am uh, at Radio Harambe. If you find Jumbo Everyone on Facebook, you can also message us through there, and I will answer that as well. Uh, but if you have any specific animal questions or such, that's Safari Mike at Ooh. Jumbo Everyone. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Ata melele Amita Kwa kumalupa melako Na kungungu Na utukupu Ata melele